0: Today at Horse Chat, we're going to talk to Christoph Hess again, who's luckily for us become a regular guest on Horse Chat. A very well qualified dressage judge and coach, and we really look forward to talking to him about our chat today, which is about leg yield and shoulder in and the confusion between the two. And um, no one better qualified than, than Christoph. But before we do that, I'd just like to remind you about International Horse College. And they support safe methods of educating riders, handlers, and trainers about horse welfare. If safety and horse welfare are important to you, then have a look at the flexible course options at internationalhorsecollege.com. Now, today, Christoph, how are you?
1: Yeah, thank you very much indeed. I'm fine. It's uh, very early in Germany. It's about ten minutes to uh, seven a.m. but it's dark and. Um, we, we are on the way to get winter. We have autumn here and uh, it's yeah, not chilly. It is three or four degrees plus now at this time of the day, Celsius uh, of the day. And the start of the new week. Um, and the day will start, the new week will start. I hope it will be a good one. We have still corona and we have people infection. Uh, yeah, plus more than twenty thousand the last days, uh, every other every day in Germany, and we have a, a kind of a lockdown, and it's uh, yeah not simple that we have um, horse competitions with uh, spectators. We have some competitions in Germany, mainly with um, uh, with professionals. Some parts of Germany. Um, are allowed amateurs um, uh, to come as well. But uh, yeah, it's a strange situation. And I know this is um, just in Germany the situation, but it's broader, similar. And we have uh, in some countries much more restrictions uh, because of uh, Corona and 19 uh, more. Uh, but uh, yeah, you feel it every day, and you have to wear masks. What we know in the old days, just from people from Asia, and in Europe as well, and yeah, it is it is a strange situation, but it's a humble situation, and people, yeah, not allowed to go into restaurants, not allowed. Other restaurants are closed, not hotels, hotels closed. I will have a clinic tomorrow in Lumula, which is south of Hamburg, a big city, and uh, the, but very small pieces are coming together, but. In general, everything is more or less locked down.
0: Okay. 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 All right. Well, it certainly certainly affects everyone, not just the horse world. You know, we don't have as many changes, but but there's certainly changes. Yes.
1: Uh, I just was talking from uh, the position of the horse world, uh, I know that you had it in um, in a similar way, and Melbourne was very much um, part of your country, where it was difficult, as I know a couple of months ago. But it's great that uh, you know, coming the, the hot season, the summer season, and this makes uh, yeah life easier with with corona, Yes, I said.
0: Now, Christoph, today we're talking about
1: leg yield and shoulder in.
0: And I know because I suppose as a rider myself, you know, I was confused between leg yield and shoulder in. And I know as a judge sometimes it's difficult to tell the difference between Is this leg yield or are they really doing shoulder in? You know, when they're supposed to be doing shoulder in, or is that more leg yield? And then certainly is that coach? So I'd love to talk about leg yield and shoulder in. First of all, what is leg yield and what is shoulder in? So are you able to just say this is leg yield and this is shoulder in, and what we should be looking for in the difference between the two? Because it's you think you've got it sorted. You think all the judges are sorted. All the riders are sorted, and then all of a sudden, you've got new riders coming through and new coaches coming through. And you know, it's the whole education process over again to educate the difference between leg yield and shoulder in.
1: Yep. Uh, first of all, I have to say it looks very similar, right? Uh, you look to a horse on the side, forehead, um, from the um, tracks point of view, a little bit. Uh, in- and uh, this looks uh just when you're not very careful uh, to this uh, movement which you have to ride normally a uh, trot, um looks yeah very similar, shoulder in and yielding when you do it in a similar way. Um, but this uh um big difference. Um and uh first of all I have to say leg yielding is a movement um which is used to ride a horse in the beginning of a lesson, mainly for relaxation and the German word is throughness that the horse is obedient and is accepting the sideways leg, which is from my view very, very important. In one of my lessons, I said the horse has to learn, uh, in the podcast, I said that the horse has to learn to accept the driving aids, the forward driving aids, step one, step two, the sideways driving aids. And um, leading is the perfect movement uh, to school the the sideways uh, driving aids. And um, this is, a, it's a good exercise for the rider to learn how much influence I have to have um, with my, my leg, sideways direction. That's the first step. And the second step is it's very um, uh, good for the horse to learn because the more the horse is accepting the sideways leg, the more the horse is obedient, the more the horse is in a positive way under the control of the rider, the more the horse is in a good constitution uh, to the rider's aids and the situation under the saddle. Well, that's, I think, the point Um, which is necessary. That's what we we have to realize. step number one. Therefore, I say always, uh, and I will have in Germany, uh, a webinar a couple of days about um, half-passes and shoulder-in. I I said I start my session not with shoulder-in as a first movement before I do half-passes altogether in family of work Um, as part of um, the family lateral work, Uh, I start with uh, leg yielding. And um, I think that's very important as the first step that the horse is accepting the sideways aids. So that's what the rider has to learn, what the horse has to learn. And then when I now look from the judge's point of view, it's a long side, and someone is riding leg, it's a long side. Um, and uh, then I give the advice, go to the end of the long side, and then you will see four legs. Um, the the outside front leg, uh, and the outside hind leg, the inside front leg, and the, out, uh, and the inside hind leg. You can see all four legs the important part comes the horse is straight uh, or uh, but, uh, no, no that's not a good word, the horse is not bent, the horse, the horse is straight, not bent but the horse has flexion and flexion is just um, uh, I would say now the word bending um, uh, um, just between uh, neck and head, only then the horse is, is it has bending, therefore, but not through the whole body. That's a big difference. Just there, it's the horse, um, the horse is straight, but has flexion. And now, um, do you have a question before I start to explain uh, shoulder in, the difference to shoulder? In?
0: No, I think just going over it though, you know, leg yield then is for relaxation. Um, we teach the horse the forward driving aids, then we teach them the sideways driving aids, and then the judge, as a judge, if it, someone's judging, looking at leg yield, they, they should see the fore legs, and the horse is not bent, and they should have flexion but not bend. Yeah, That's
1: yeah. It. yeah. That's okay, it. Okay. Okay. Yes. okay. And and you in walk and trot, and um, I'm just uh, yesterday helping a little bit. For UFEI um, eventing tests, and we have one-star and two-star tests, the lower level tests, and I, said, from my point of view, it's good exercise to have in one-star eventing test um, leg yield in walk, and in two-star eventing test uh, leg yield in trot. So therefore, that this are that's, that's, uh, for me um, really very good exercises. Uh, on lower levels, in competitions, and mainly at home in the training situation. So that's it. And um, uh, what I just want to expand on so that's, um That's very good that you have given a short summary. What's the point of leg yielding? So now, shoulder in. Shoulder in is part, and I will repeat the word, part of the um, lateral movements only this family, I would say, or in this group, we have shoulder in, we have um, uh, half passes, and we have trap and uh, and, uh, and So, and uh, in these, um, uh, in this family of uh, lateral work exercises, the uh, horses is flexed and. Better. And uh, I have to say that flexion is part of bending. Uh, the, when I say flexion, it's also straight and has just um, a yeah, short thing, just yeah, bending uh, between neck and head. But when I talk about bending, that's um, bending the whole body, uh, uh, neck and uh, the whole back, and the neck. And that is the secret, the horse is not bent then in the, in the, in the body, in the back. And, um, and this is the very first step. When you look to half passes, horses are bent into the direction of the movement. And in uh, shoulder in, the horse is bent against the direction of the movement on the left hand. Horse is bent to the left side and moves into the right direction. This is what we have to realize. And in tests, we only have shoulder in um, in trot. And maybe we can prepare it in walk, but mainly we do it in trot. And for me, shoulder in is um, a very important key movement, which have to do very, very often with your horses to school your horses, uh, to give them straightness, um, to give them more elasticity, um, also start to be more obedient, Horses um, use more the body. And now I will explain how does um, uh, shoulder-in look like. And um, what I said uh, that in leg yielding, uh, when you are uh, uh, sitting at the judge, As an example, at the end of the long side, at M or at H, then you see when when there is leg yielding, you see four legs. And I explained which legs you see. And now in shoulder in, and if it's written properly by the rider, you only see when you are sitting at M or at H. Relax. And the first leg, what you're seeing is you see front leg. You see uh, the inside front leg and you see um, uh, the outside um, uh, hind leg. What you don't see, if it's done properly, you don't see the inside hind leg. The inside hind leg, I will underline it, because the inside hind leg, or um, the horse uses the inside hind leg into the direction of. Uh, the outside front leg and why is this so important that the horse is doing it in this way the horse is doing it when the the horse is using the leg into this direction uh, the horse the inside hind leg um, more under the center of gravity and then the leg uh, is more used comes more under With the inside legs, the horse is carrying more weight. This is, for the horse, a a very, very good exercise, looking from the uh, uh, gymnastics point of view. Therefore, that's a very, very useful exercise, and everybody should do it. You can start to write exercises like this when the horse is quite young, but you have to ask before you do this, for leg yielding, so the leg yielding is a preparation for shoulder in. When you do it in the right way, but shoulder in, if you are able to ride a proper leg yielding, shoulder in is more useful. Shoulder in is more uh, a true um, challenge for the horse and for the sensitivity of the rider to giving the right aids and um, when he. Is schooling the horse. And uh, when you look at the whole process of uh, training horses in all directions, in the pure to slash direction, the show jumping direction, the eventing driving direction, um, it is key movement. And no rider in the world um, will ride and train his horse um, without using a very, very important movement of shoulder.
0: Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is, that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine maybe one day you could be a guest on horse chats i think not only have you talked about the difference there you've talked about the importance and how shoulder in is such a key movement when we're riding and training our horse so you know starting with leg yield but shoulder in is a key step then before we go on to half pass or on there, Trevor. i think um yes i think you you emphasize that quite well i think great, great.
1: Yeah, i think that uh, this is what what we have really to realize and when we have the feeling how to ride the proper shoulder in on both hands, and when you do this, you will feel that this will be not so easy to do in a proper way on both hands. Um, uh, but when you do this, then you, have, then you have, for me, the right feeling for classical riding and classical training. So then you get the feeling how to straighten the horse because all horses are crooked, and shoulder in is the key movement. And you have said it, the word key. The key movement um, to straighten the horse and um, the crooked, horse, other horses crooked. Never will be straight um, without asking for shoulder in. Therefore, this is for me indeed. Um, uh, yeah, one of the key movements to straighten the horse. We have other key movements as well. That like most the uh, best key movement it should in it. At the end of the day, uh, when you ride in canter, you have to straighten the horse in a similar way uh, and always think at these right shoulder in front, which which is a little bit less uh, angle. The horse is not so much coming with the front leg into the arena when you are on the track uh, as you um, if you ride a proper shoulder in. But it's a similar movement, maybe one step one that's step, um, effective as uh, the proper shoulder in.
0: Yeah, I think that's something key as well, is that, you know, you use shoulder in to straighten. You sort of think that because it's a lateral movement, You don't use it to straighten. It's it's used for different things, but it's a key movement to straighten, I think you said, and particularly in canter. If we've got the shoulder in established, then that's great. Now, actually riding those movements, the rider is able to ride leg yield and they'd like to learn to ride shoulder in. What's the step there? What skills does the rider need to know before they can ride shoulder in? This is a rider test. Not, not the horse, but the rider. What does the rider need to know before they can start shouldering? Yeah.
1: Uh, Thank you for the question, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's first of all I have to say, that's always important. Uh, first of all, ask yourself as a rider and as a trainer, what has a rider uh, to do before he's riding the movement or that movement? So, and therefore, um, most of us always ask what has the horse to do before I train it or this. Now, first of all, you have to ask yourself, what do you have to do? What do you have to have under control before you ask this or that? So now, yeah, what's important Important is that the rider, first of all, position. rider has to sit uh, on both seat plans, uh supple, relaxed, uh, and balanced in the saddle. So that's the very first thing, supple, without using... The reins the uh, uh, the reins in the hand, and having the feeling. I listen with my fingers into the horse's mouth, but I don't use uh, the reins uh, to shorten the neck or to, to bring the horse in good contact. Just as an example, so therefore you have only to sit um, and uh, yeah swing and to be able to ride. In the proper tempo, you have to be able to ride working trot um, and working canter and medium wall and to be able to collect the horse a little bit or to give the horse a little bit more energy um, in, the, in the working trot, which is necessary to ride or lateral, lateral, lateral work. In this case, today, we're talking about Shoulder, and you need a little bit more energy uh, before you start the shoulder. So, and very important that the rider is able um, to sit, and I want to say, in the middle of the saddle, uh, and using both seat bones. It's not um, uh, good, and it's wrong if the rider is sitting uh, be more uh, on the left seat bone. Uh, then he, then he is crooked, and uh, brings lots of weight. Exactly, uh, yeah, in the saddle in a proper way, so it's easy for um, the horse, um, uh, yeah, to balance the rider right in the saddle. So therefore, that's very important. He a feeling of this as well. To sit on both seat points. in the in yeah, right um, on both seat bones. Fifty percent left and fifty percent. When he starts, with shoulder in and. Um, uh, uh, maybe it's quite good to do it first and warm. Then he has to bring a little bit more weight his inside seat bone. Maybe from 50 uh, percent to both sides to uh, 60, 70 percent uh, when he is on the right hand, on the right seat bone. And very important, he has to uh, look a little bit with his head with his eyes uh, to the right side. So that he he, he he moves his body a little bit more uh, when, as an example, a shoulder in right, a little bit to the right side. His shoulder goes, uh, the left shoulder goes a little bit more upward, and the right shoulder a little bit backwards. That's very important. And with his hands, he has to be very, very soft with the inside hand, in this case, with the right hand, with the right brain. And... And then he has to lose his inside leg in the position where the inside leg has to be. And then his outside leg is about five centimeters more backwards, and the outside leg has to control uh, the angle and has to control the tempo of the horse. And uh, the feeling in the saddle is sitting a little bit more on the inside deep bone, looking at uh, 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 the right side, also when you are riding shoulder in right and uh, controlling everything and controlling it in a positive way with the outside range, um, uh, the outside hand and with the outside leg. And this is um, the way um, we, yeah, we should do it and uh, that's looking now from the rider's point of view. And you have to do the practices maybe But the right hand side, then on the left hand side. And you will see that from the rider's point of view, it's not easy uh, to do it to both sides. That's similar with the horses as well. They, are, um, they have one side which is the easier side and one side which is a bit more challenge. challenge. Um, but this is part of life. Um, we have left and right handed, hand, handing, hand, or right, right hand or left hand, and similar with the horses as well. Therefore, we have to accept it, and we have to train horses in a friendly way and not against the horse when we have the feeling that the horse uh, doesn't uh, be sensitive enough to our, our race.
0: Okay. I think just, you know, the way that you talk about sensitivity and the very slightly, and it's not forcing the horse over, it's just asking and feeling that the horse goes in the right direction. But, Christoph, you know, we've got the difference between leg yield and shoulder in. We understand now what the judge needs to see and what level the rider needs to be at, you know, what skills they need before they can start to go in and train shoulder in. But what can go wrong? You know, the sort of mistakes. So you as a judge and as a coach, what sort of mistakes do you see and how can we correct them?
1: Uh, First of all, uh, position, position, position. When the rider has not the right position, the saddle, then it will not work. That's step one. Step two is um, the rider has a feeling that um, how to use his driving aids uh, forward driving aid and how to use the sideways driving aid. That's the second thing. And the third thing is that the rider is able to ride and to sit and to swing and not job because when you do lateral work, in this case, uh, and you have to be able to do it with good uh, activity. And... Uh, uh, you need a little bit more impulsion when you start your um, lateral work. In this case, um, uh, your, um, uh, your shoulder-in. Because um, in in the lateral work, in this case, shoulder-in, you lose normally a little bit of impulsion. So therefore, you, you have to be able to produce before you start shoulder-in, a little bit more of energy, more of impulsion to maintain the same rhythm, the same regularity, uh, the same cadence, the same swinging, and the same quality of the gait, um, or in this case, the trot, when you start uh, with shoulder. in. And then what I had explained, and you have to sit, and a little bit more on the inside uh, seat bone, and you have to swing and um, uh, yeah, your pelvis into the horse's movement, and you have to use your inside leg um, in uh, in the rhythm uh, how the horse is moving. But when the inside leg comes a little bit more un- into the direction of uh, the inside leg to the horse to the direction um, of uh, the center of gravity situation. The inside leg, the rider has to ask a little bit just so that the horse uh, will bring his uh, inside leg a little bit more into the direction of, um, uh, into the direction of the center of gravity uh, uh, as it would do it. Uh, if the rider wouldn't ask. So that's, for me, very important, uh, that the rider gets his feeling, and then he has to be very, very soft with his inside brain, and he never use the inside brain to bend and flex the horse uh, uh, to the inside, uh, um, which is against the direction of the movement in shoulder. And, uh, what I had uh, explained at the beginning of the podcast, and um, therefore, he has to be very, very soft with his brain and has to have the feeling. So first of all, we have to realize that the contact which I feel between my hands and the horse's mouth via rein is um, uh, the result um, of the activity uh, uh, of the hand legs. The more active the horse is from behind, the more the horse is... Using the hind legs, the more the rider is able uh, to produce activity uh, in the hind legs with his own legs, with his own driving aids, uh, the more soft the horse will, um, will be in the contact. And um, I think that's a, um, a general um, uh, advice from my point of view. When something goes wrong, you lose, uh, the horse loses balance. There is no balance. The horse will not have a steady contact at uh, the bit, is not accepting the bit, is against the bit, or is overbent, or things like this. Or the horse is losing uh, uh, rhythm, regularity, impulsion, and so on. Or the horse is much too much flexed uh, um, just in the neck. Um, uh, uh, to the inside, and um, is not flexed enough. First of all, uh, you have to ask of, as a writer: Is this a general? Is it a problem um, which I can in the move, or it's a challenge which I have to fix? Um, without getting this movement, this movement, or other movements, I think it's similar. To what I'm telling you, and explaining now. I explain it now from the uh, shoulder in point of view. I can explain it from other uh, uh, exercises of view in a similar way. And the uh, I realize a general problem or just a specific problem of this exercise, if it's a general problem, stop the movement and uh, just um, work uh, to fix this problem. That's very important to do it in this way. If it's, uh, on the other hand, just a small, tiny problem in the movement, horse is tilted, horse is not exact, exact, um, accepting enough the inside leg, uh, horse is a little bit strong uh, at the inside rein, horse is not accepting enough the outside rein. Just, uh, just as a small, problem. if it's just a small problem you can try to fix it in the movement itself. But if it's a major problem, don't try to fix it in the movement. First, uh, do your basic work, and then start again with this movement or with other movements. I think that's very important. And therefore, uh, this is something a trainer, a coach, a writing instructor has to explain his or her rider, uh, and uh, the riders have to get the right sensitivity and uh, for this kind of um, uh, training, and and he, we need writers who try to think and and think about the process what they are doing and not just doing something. Uh, we need uh, people who yeah who live our thought and and. Uh, Always, what can I do better as a rider? And how can I explain my horse more and more what's right and what's wrong? Often, we have problems um, uh, because there uh, is uh, um, a problem in the communication between the rider and the horse, and the horse will not understand what the rider wishes to do. And if it's like this, uh, then better uh, to. Come back to the basic things to make these basic things better, and then um, start again. Um, uh, this is, uh, yeah, what's nearly one hundred percent the best advice. Okay, I'm
0: I'm just writing down. You give so much information here that yeah, I have to keep up a bit, Christoph. I'm writing down. You know, just about going back to the basic movements, which which I understand because you know, very much you talk about returning to basics and the foundations and everything. Look, I think, you know, and this is for our listeners, there's no one better in the world, I think, to talk about this, you know, than, than Christoph. He's there. He's you know, an international judge, very well qualified and just very generous with his time. So again, Christoph, I've got to say thank you so much for coming in. We've been talking about leg yield and shoulder in today, but I would love to next chat, you know, because you did sort of introduce and say um, about shoulder in and then going on to Rombert Tra- Trave Half Pass. So if we can go on and, and discuss those, I'll certainly be looking forward to talking to you some more about dressage. You know, just really enjoy these chats. Love them. Yep. And I'm sure that our listeners will get so much benefit out of this as well, you know, riders, coaches and um, judges. Thank you again and look forward to catching up with you again soon.
1: Yeah, thank you all, and uh, yeah, have a good time, uh, stay healthy and yes, I would love to continue our talk uh, because it's a very big world and we have a lot of and exercises and subjects we can discuss and maybe today uh, day um, have a new chat and take care, all the best and uh, bye
0: <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. Good to talk to you, Christoph. Bye-bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate, and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered training organisation 31352.